0: for another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club. And we are delighted. Gary Goldstein is joining us for his fabulous book called The Last Birthday Party. And we played that REO song because the book starts out with just a little, you know, little lyrical line Lyric. from REO. Little Hi, love.
1: Gary.
2: Hi, Gary. Hey, how are you, Lori and Julia? I am so impressed that you played that music. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the the quote that I use in the preface of the book, and it kind of sets it up. And I love the song. I love the lyric. And you guys are awesome that you that you found that and kicked us off with that. So yes, nice of you.
0: course. And we we loved your yes. we loved the last birthday party. And oh, you're gonna you so give much. us a setup. But you know what was kind of a, a refreshing, I guess, change of pace for Julia and I is we really don't read too many books from a, a man's, man's perspective, perspective and having. Mid-light. Crisis. Yeah, having that, and I, I, it just it was so different, I, I, for different, us and, and enjoyable. Yeah.
2: Oh, thanks for saying that. Well, you know, a lot of people have said that that they're not used to to reading romantic comedies from a, a man's point of view, and it's really kind of it's really heartening to hear that because I I've written a lot of uh, romantic comedies for in TV movies. <clears throat> Excuse me and. <clears throat> Um, You know, the main characters are always women, but I'm a man who writes a lot of, you know, a lot of women characters. So here I was able to write a man character, but interacting with all of these other women in a romantic comedy setting, and I think you get kind of the you, you get kind of the both the male and female perspective yeah. from all the characters about what it's like to be in this kind of you know funny, strange, unexpected romantic situation. Um, so <clears throat> I'm really glad you you felt that way and enjoyed it, and uh, it was you know a, a lot of fun to write.
1: It's fun, and we also want to give a shout out to our local publisher, Hadley House. Um, publishing. So, um, we're very proud of them. We know the local women that did that. So that's kind of fun that that's your publisher, but we got to ask you, Gary. Okay. So you've written a lot of movies, screenplays, things like that. What inspired you to actually write a book? Was it COVID or? uh,
2: No, it was, um, I actually started writing it right before COVID. I started it last, last year, the very beginning of January. And I've always wanted to write a novel. I've read I've been reading since I'm a kid. I, I love books, um, but I've been really busy as a screenwriter for the bulk of my career. And the, the um, thought of sitting and writing a novel—it just seemed kind of daunting. It seemed like it was going to take a tremendous amount of time that I didn't have, and I, you know, if I didn't want to just start and stop and start and stop. But I read uh, something I follow on Twitter. They, some writer, he, he said, um, if you've always wanted to write a book and just feel like you're a screenwriter and always want to write a book and feel like you don't have the time. Look at it this way. If you wrote one page a day, at the end of the year, you'd have the first draft of your book. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's not such a novel idea, no pun intended. But, you know, it was really, um, it really made total sense. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. And I ended up writing more than a page a day. I started in January. I was done by July with the first draft. And then we went into, you know, the editing phases and all that. But um, it just happened. It just worked. And Unfortunately, unfortunately, because of COVID, um, uh, the uh, film and TV business really slowed up. So I had really more time to myself. I was in a lot, and it just helped me move uh, move through the book really quickly. Um, and uh, it That's was really awesome. a joyous experience. And I also want to give a shout out to Hadley House. Um, to Allison, Alicia, yes. and Anna, there they're just fantastic people. They shepherded my book through, my baby through, with you know, with such care, and, and they're wonderful people. And uh, you know, I'm, they're my heroes.
1: Okay. Oh, Gary, that's so nice. Yeah, they've done a lot of good work. We've had a lot of their authors on, and we're that's so awesome that they're Minnesota based. All right, so we have a question for you. So the book yeah. is the last birthday party. Gary Goldstein is our guest. Give us the setup for the book. What's it about? Well, It's about. Be- it's about a
2: man uh, named Jeremy Lerner, who's a writer. He lives in Los Angeles. And he, uh, the day after the 50th birthday party that his wife throws him, that he did not want uh, her to throw him, uh, he, she leaves him. And, it, and a series of calamities befall him over the course of 24 hours, three, three different things. And um, his, he, it, the whole book is about how he goes from this terrible place in his life to how he turns it around in this very unexpected way and how from all the bad things, all of these good things happen. So all these good things would never happen to him if all the bad things didn't happen to begin with. Um, and it's a bit about how somebody you know, in midlife unexpectedly reinvents himself um, and turns his life around because of all these bad things that happened to him. So it's, it's kind of a little wish fulfillment. It's, it's very hopeful, um, but I hope very real in terms of what people go through, um, particularly creative people at a certain age um, and how they uh, you know just sort of find a new place for themselves in their lives and kind of like you never know what's going to happen when you wake up every morning.
0: It's so true. And I, we also have to say that um, two other things struck us with this you – know, what happens to your our film critic Jeremy Lerner is that we got warm, fuzzy feelings because for years our cousin Michael lived on Lookout Mountain Road mm-hmm. in Laurel oh, Canyon. Okay. Yeah, And That's uh, right.
2: We're two blocks two blocks away from where I live I live. I live in Laurel Canyon as does my character Jeremy and the book is a bit of a love letter to Laurel Canyon. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Christina Applegate's old house.
2: He lived in Christina, yes. does, he, does, he, did he li- does he live in it after she left?
0: Or? Yes, after, after he she left. left he, he
1: just moved a couple years, couple ago, years but ago,
0: but we just loved, I loved we the whole that everything house. Laurel Canyon. And, yeah. and that I know was his a-
2: exact house. Actually, it's on Hollywood Hills Road. Yes, um, I probably shouldn't say that out loud. That's okay. Yeah.
0: He doesn't yeah, live there
1: he,
2: anymore. But, right. Yeah, yeah. But it's a great house right at the end of, of the road. Now, he doesn't live there anymore, right?
0: No, no. no but it was, a, it was a great character, the flavor mm-hmm. of that, you know, with L.A. And then also, um, I was really empathizing with Jeremy because I had torn my rotator cuff. And uh-huh. everything you write about that big, bulky thing and the surgery, I really had, you do forget pain. I'd totally forgotten, you know, that whole thing thing you know oh my
2: god you have to have gone through it to really i mean i i I had that experience and i did i was like this was such a horrible painful experience if i don't use it for something good i've lost you know the six weeks of my life that that whole period took place so i gave it to jeremy he he was so lucky i gave him all this pain um but uh, I had a very bad rotator uh, cuff tear and uh, was in this giant sling. It's called an abduction br- brace, an abduction pillow. Oh, Laurie. You can't really yeah. describe it. You have to see it. It's yeah. just like, like carrying around a little refrigerator over your shoulder. And it's it's a monster. <laughs> and uh, And I gave it to Jeremy, and so I was able to. R- recall in full horror all the things that I had to do for six weeks with this being in this giant arm brace uh, where you had to keep your arm in one position for, for all this time and the craziest thing was how you take a shower with this because you don't you had the only time you're allowed to take the brace off but it's incredibly painful mm-hmm. and it's it's just a whole circus of what you have to do just to get into the shower. So I, I tried to recreate that as vividly it's as, it, as you did a good job. As I could.
0: Yeah, you really did because I had forgotten all of it and I was like, I was kind of proud of myself. I thought, wow, I got through that. That was hell. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Brought you back. Gary, I want to ask you, is the premise of the the guy getting dumped by his wife the day after the 50th birthday party, did, was that a, a true thing? Do you know anyone that that happened to?
2: Uh, I don't. It definitely didn't happen to me. But um, uh, and I had a wonderful 50th birthday party. Um, But uh, I do think I do have. uh, Oddly enough, my brother-in-law, when he turned 50, he my sister threw him a party. Uh, this was in New York, and he did not want a. He totally didn't want a birthday party, and she threw him this just beautiful birthday party. And I remember we were, we were walking out of the party after it was all over, and she said to him, "Now that wasn't so bad, was it?" And she, he, he said, "It wasn't. Don't ever do it again." <laughs> um, and some people, and they stayed together, but you know, under different circumstances, it could have been the beginning of the end. Um, that's about as close as I came to to that. Um, But a lot of birthdays are funny things, especially as we get older. A lot of people really don't like birthdays. They don't want to know about them. They just want them to go away, Mm -hmm. Um, And especially when you have these watershed years. uh, Should they be celebrated? Do you want everybody to know how old you are? It's all of that. So a lot of that factored into it. But this was definitely worst-case scenario for what happens uh, at a birthday party that you don't want.
0: The
1: book, if you're just joining us, we're talking with the author, Gary Goldstein. The book is The Last Birthday Party. Which,
0: by the way, the cover cover is is so good.
2: The cover is awesome. Shout out to Alicia over at Hadley House. And and, uh, she just did an amazing job putting it together. It's gorgeous. It just jumps out. Everybody loves it. Uh, kudos again to uh, the Hadley House folks for, uh, you know, their keen eye and uh, savvy way of marketing. And uh, it's just beautiful. I love it.
1: Do you ever see, okay, so you're a screenwriter, and I looked through your IMDb page, um, Gary, uh, and I recognize some of those. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of the rom-com. Yes, yes. Big uh-huh. time. And I, so I've seen some of your movies, and I'm wondering, do you see this becoming a rom-com? Well, you know, movie? I I, I, mean uh, I didn't
2: write it with any of that in mind <clears throat> because I've just I know you know from my whole career like you can't plan these things. They sure. Just so ha- so often happen. And I wanted to write a book that I wanted to write and not not worry too much about the marketplace or mm-hmm. any of that. Sure. I just wanted to have a good time with it. Now that it's all out and done and people are reading it and everybody says, oh my god, this would make such a great movie. It really would. Right. It would make such a great uh, limited TV series. I never thought about that. And now limited TV series are hot.
0: Right. Um,
2: and I'm all sure. If I'm 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 for it. So, you know, I, I I haven't done anything about that. Maybe it'll find it. Maybe somebody will find me. I don't know. Uh, I've just been really you know consumed with getting the book out. But yeah, I would I would love it to be. I think um, I think there's a definite. I think it's a great lead part for an actor. Um, yes. I think they're great supporting parts. I think it's fun, and I think it's hopeful, and. um uh, and funny and uh, i would certainly love to see it come to life yeah so well, certainly a dream to see to see it uh, on the screen in one form or another
1: i i we loved it we loved it okay we just oh, have to you ask so you much. what's the last great book you read
2: well, I, you know, some, it's a good question. Somebody somebody asked me that um, the other day, and I read a lot, and I've read some fantastic books lately. I read a book called I just finished a book called um, Morningside Heights by Joshua Hankin. I thought it was excellent. Loved a book called The Paris Library. Um, yes, came out recently, we read that. Yeah. But to, but the best book um, I've read, you know, in the last couple of years, has to be Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, of I just course. Just think, it's a, an amazing, amazing book. I. No, they're planning to make a movie out of it. Uh, hope it goes well. I just, I just want to preserve the, the feeling of that book, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in and of itself, because it, it was just a, a master, just a masterpiece, just a, an amazing accomplishment.
1: And how long um, it was on the New York Times bestseller list? I mean, I, I uh, think everybody felt that way about that yeah, book. That a, couple, this, a good couple of years. Yeah, that
2: forever. This, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. It how, was an well amazing it book. And, and well, it was del- such a unique book. It excellent. really
1: was. Well, we're delighted to meet you, Gary, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh,
2: so great to meet you, too, and thanks for your support and for the great shout-outs about the last birthday party and to Hadley House and all of that, and, uh, you know, have a great rest of your summer, and uh, thanks again.
1: We will. Thank you. And we've got two books to give away, guys. Give us a cool. buzz at 651-641-1071, and uh, Grant will get your information. We are going to come back and chat about, oh, a best acting category for this gal? I think not. We'll be right back.